0: hello everyone welcome to episode 22 of simply finance my name is shane white i am your host and today is wednesday april 15th uh let's see today in chicago uh not stock market related news. Woke up to snow. Uh, that was that was surprising. I feel like everything with this coronavirus uh, tends to leave us with lots of surprises. This one did not fail. So now the weather is even throwing us curveballs. So gotta love that. Uh, I'm trying a different headset today, so hopefully the audio sounds a little bit better. I uh, would love any feedback if it doesn't sound better today 's a fun little episode i wanted I was thinking through a lot of the topics that I have down that I want to share with all of you and um, you know walk through to help all of you through this uh, you know turmoil filled investing time and I thought nothing better to talk about what you know with all the ups and downs than my one of my first investments, and it was by far my worst investment. Uh, and that was investing in GoPro and not just investing in GoPro. I, I have nothing, there's nothing wrong, uh, from my opinion. It's not like a bad company to invest in necessarily. It's just the way I went about uh, investing in it and my strategy uh, was poor. And I learned a lot from it. And I think, you know, not to be cliche, but I think that's a pretty commonly talked about concept that, you know, you learn the most from your failures, not your successes. And from an investing standpoint, I definitely learned a lot from one of my initial investments in GoPro. So I just want to walk you guys through that today, kind of give you a, a lowdown on, on what happened, what I learned from it. And uh, hopefully some of you can, you know, take some things away from this and not, you know, go through the same mistakes <laughs> that I unfortunately went through uh, with it, so i 'll give you a little background. I'd always been into investing as far as like watching the stock market, but i when I was in college, like to be completely honest like i didn 't have the the money to really invest like the the i usually, I never worked during the school year, so I worked a lot in the summer to save up to have spending money during the school year, <clears throat> and it was never enough money um, in my eyes to potentially lose it in an investment. Now maybe I could have invested and, uh, made some money, but again, um, not what I thought was the best use of that money. So I always stayed up on it in college, but I really didn't get to actually start practicing some of these theories that I learned in school. And honestly, just on my own from studying and and learning and reading books until, until I started working my first job. So when I started working, uh, my first job, I worked at a company called Cummins, which is a publicly traded company called CMI. It's their stock ticker. Um, I quickly became buddies with a group of pe- group of guys that were really into investing. And that of course was right up my alley. And, um, we started basically having daily lunches where we'd all meet up and talk about a lot of this. We had group chats, during work where we would, you know, share ideas and, and share things that we were thinking about investing in. And one of the ones that came up really early on is I was just, I opened my first brokerage account and I actually did it through Scott Trade, which I really don't hear a lot of people using these days. Uh, I don't know, you know, their, where they are from a work perspective, but uh, that's what I used. And they, you know, they took fees. There's a lot more involved back then. Uh, this was like in 2014, maybe 2015, um, when I started with them, and I honestly I threw some money at a few stocks, just kind of getting in and trying to figure out, you know, what's what. And then a buddy of mine heard about GoPro going public. Now I knew what GoPro was uh, because I actually owned—I actually don't know if I owned a GoPro yet, but I, I knew what they were, and I'd, I'd wanted one, obviously. Um, being so, I'm someone who like loves making videos, and so I, I, I wanted a GoPro. So I was like, well, this would be a cool one to get involved in, you know. And this goes one of my theories that you know, I've always been a big fan of, of people investing in stocks that they, you know, actually have an interest in the product or service they're selling. Just personally, I think inherently you're more inclined to stay up on it and understand a, a, a wider breadth of knowledge in that industry, and with a competitive set if you're a fan of that stock. So um, I looked into it and I was like, you know, I'm going to jump in. So me and my friends all plan to like jump in and buy on the IPO day. Now, real quickly, if you're going to invest in an IPO, it's not like this is the case every single time, but a lot of times what you see is a lot of the people that are going to make the money have to invest before it technically goes public. So they're part of the initial investment the day it goes public If it goes up, like they usually will make a decent return on their investment. If you're trying to jump in and buy some of those initial shares that are released, it's not that you can't make good money, but most of the time um, it's going to be a lot more difficult. Um, And not necessarily just difficult, but it's very, very volatile on IPO day. There's a lot of people uh, trying to get in and sell quickly. Um, Depending if your shares are locked up, at the beginning, some people are trying to basically just sell their shares right away if they've owned shares in the company when it was private. So like when GoPro is just a small private company, people own shares. And then when they go public, they can sell those and make a lot of money on IPO day. So it's a very volatile day. I was not fully aware with that, uh, like how that worked, honestly, before I invested in it. Um, so day, you know, the day comes, I have a lot of my money that I'm ready to invest, ready to go for GoPro. I invest it right in the morning when it goes public, um, and one of the first things I did wrong here, right? It, it's impossible to diversify in your first investment, right? Like you invest, not necessarily impossible. You could put money in like an ETF or a mutual fund, but like if you're if you're buying individual stocks, um, I, I've talked about this plenty of times, but diversifying is so important. And if you're not if you're not willing to diversify at the beginning, it kind of can create a bad habit. So for me, I, I wasn't well diversified. I had a few few stocks and a few companies, but like the vast majority of the dollars I was going to invest were going to be in GoPro. And so that was, you know, already, it's a volatile time on on IPO day. And I'll do another podcast on IPOs and how they work. I think a lot of people would probably find that interesting. Um, but I also, as soon as I invested in GoPro, I was completely non-diversified. So I had um, such a, a heavy weight of my entire portfolio in uh, in GoPro and not fully diversified, so that was a problem, right? Uh, and it was funny, like that. It was it was a good lesson learned. So what this taught me, number one, is I made a decision based off of emotion. With all my friends, all my friends were doing this. One of my buddies thought it was such a good idea that he pulled a ton of his money out of his four hundred and one k, which Absolutely would never suggest anyone doing that just to invest in GoPro. He was that confident in it that I don't to this day understand where that confidence came from because uh it was a bold move and it didn't work out well for him either. Um but two things. So one, I I didn't use math and logic to come up with a plan that made financial sense. I relied on emotion. And I've talked about that briefly on here before. Of you want to be really careful in investing. If you get really caught up in reading the news, um, you know, on Twitter, on, you know, any of the news outlets, and you let other people's opinions swing your investment decision, it's not based off of uh, fact or reason, uh, you're setting yourself up for long term failure. You really don't want to to make investment decisions based off of just what you're seeing in the news. A lot of times if it's in the news, it's already too late and the market's going to move with that news because that's what a lot of people do. So that's what I did wrong, right? I didn't have a good mathematical backing to why I should invest in them. Uh, And so I lost a lot of money on the IPO day. And what ends up happening sometimes on IPOs is they they start off way too high. And if, if the public doesn't value uh, the company, at that level, you'll see a huge decline on IPO day, which is really bad news for the company, right? They they come out expecting to have a certain market cap or valuation of the company and hope it goes up, right? You hope on 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 your launch day it's a bunch of excitement, people want to buy the stock and it goes up, and you end the day, you know, your company gained a lot of value. But it can go the other way, and you lose a lot of value, and that's what happened to me. So a lot, I lost a lot of value. Number one, two, um. I could have tried to just get out. Like someone knew, I think what a lot of people would have done is they would have tried to sell it. You know, they were freaking out. They're like, oh my God, this is like my first investment. And it's losing a ton of money. But luckily before this, I had started reading a book by Warren Buffett called The Intelligent Investor. If any of you uh, are interested, it's a great read. And uh, it's, it's not written by Warren Buffett, but he has some like a- added parts to it. And it's one of the books that he he recommends. It's one of his favorite writers when it comes to investing strategy. And so I took advice from that and, and what Warren Buffett talks about and what I talk about on here is uh, trying not to sell when you're down, right? So you really should never sell. And Warren Buffett believes even if your stock is down, unless you absolutely need the money, you should always hold on to that investment because sooner or later in most scenarios over the long term, your, your stock will eventually come back and you can make money off of it. So you don't want to sell things too soon. Um and so luckily that's what I did. So long story short, made an investment off of emotion and not fact. Ended up losing a lot of money, but held on to it. Ended up holding on to it for 8 or 9 months and just kind of put it in my back pocket and kind of decided it was like a lost cause, right? But finally after again coming up on almost a year of one of my first investments I held on to, um it ended up breaking even. Um, from what I invested in, you know, they launched a new product. They had some really good news, and they had a good couple weeks streak. And I ended up, I ended up selling it, and I think I ended up making like a dollar, something, something ridiculously low with the amount of shares I had. Um, but it was a good lesson learned. That again, emotion got me into the stock. I could have been emotional and tried to get out of the stock and lost money. It would have really been a waste. And instead, I held on and waited for it to come back. So that's really the takeaway here is like. IPOs aside, if you're investing in something, uh, it ends up really, you know, taking a, taking a shit on the the price, uh, listen to Warren Buffett, uh, even listen to me and don't sell when emotions get high. You want to wait, um, again, unless you really, really need the money for some reason, you know, In these tough times, that's why investing even gets harder because you got to pay a mortgage or a rent bill, uh, selling that stock at a loss could still be the difference of you making the payment or not. So if it not, if you're not in these hard situations today and you're not someone who's directly impacted by a loss of a job, I, I mean, I would highly suggest holding on. So that's really my takeaway. And it's funny. I'm looking back on it now and, and GoPro is so cheap that, uh, for probably a really good reason, but I almost want to jump. Back. I almost want to take a look and see if it makes sense financially and jump back in because I'd love to make some money off of that damn stock. Uh, It's funny, they're down 14% today. So to me, it seems like a a great opportunity. But it's interesting as a whole. So that's kind of like the concept today is is a story about my worst investment in GoPro that I've ever had. Um, And it's a rough day for the markets today. I usually start off with that, but I'll just end with a little market recap. Um, As I've been saying, I'm waiting for this false rebound to finally take effect. There's been too many green days for no real valid reason. The economy's still tanking with all this coronavirus pandemic stuff, and we're seeing it today. The markets are now down, uh, you know, three uh, percent here at noon, Central Time. So, uh, interesting, interesting days ahead. But I hope you guys learned something from that. If you have any direct questions about it, I'd love to answer anything. And I think maybe another story of fun would be what my, my biggest winner has been so far. I've, got, I've hinted at this a couple of times, but I'll save it for another podcast. So anyway, I hope you guys are all doing well, staying safe. And I hope you learned something today from, from one of my failures. Uh, hopefully, you can learn something and, and not repeat what I did. So thanks again for listening. Uh, this is Shane White signing off. And uh, have a great day, everybody. Oh, hey there, everybody. Not quite done yet. Just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode. Uh, If you look in the show notes, don't forget there's a few links there. The first one being a link to... Um, My stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on, uh, potentially looking to invest in, and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast. Um, But you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it, try out some investing. Uh, Thanks again for listening And most importantly, stay positive, have a good day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.